You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with Steve Worsley, the toxic mold expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Let's dive into a brand new episode. Before we get started on this episode, here's a not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, neither the podcaster or the producers assume any responsibility for errors, omissions, or alternative interpretations of the issues discussed here. All information stated in this podcast is the opinion of Steve Worsley. Steve Worsley is a mold specialist with over 25 years of experience in the construction and mold industry. The Toxic Mold Podcast is for information sharing purposes only. The views expressed are those of the podcaster and his alone. These views should not be taken as expert instruction or commands. While there may be references to medical conditions and symptoms, all podcast episodes are the opinion of Steve Worsley and any medical questions or concerns shall be addressed with the appropriate licensed medical professional or professionals. As the podcaster refers to different mold types, please be aware that Steve Worsley is not a microbiologist and questions concerning mold specifics should be answered by the appropriate professional. Steve isn't nor does he offer any legal advice. For any legal advice, you must speak with a lawyer. The listener is 100% responsible for his or her own actions. You can check out Steve's books on Amazon. Just go to Amazon and search for author Steve Worsley. You can also take Steve's courses on Udemy or Skillshare, and you can find out more about those at cnccontractorservices.com. Now, let's get to the episode. Hello, you're listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with myself, Steve Worsley. Today we are on episode 207. Our topic today is, can a VPA prevent toxic mold? So let me start with this first. I hope all you mothers had a great Mother's Day yesterday. We are actually in the middle of May. So 2023 is just flying by. I don't know about the rest of you listeners, but been a good year. I hope all of you are doing well and staying safe out there. So let's define what is a VPA. A VPA is a virtual property assessment. And the reason I started doing these is due to the fact that during COVID, we had a lot of problems, as you all very well should know. You know, meeting face-to-face was very concerning for a lot of people, very difficult for a lot of us on this side of the business. And so I wanted to come up with something that I could do for all of you, whether you lived in Wyoming or Utah. And a VPA is something that has been turned into something that's really uh, successful for CNC contractor services. We do a lot of them. The fact that we can do it for anybody with an internet link, we do them via Zoom uh, video link. And so it's been very, very helpful for a lot of people. And so that's why, you know, I started doing them. I do want to be very clear, and I always have been very clear. An on-site inspection by myself or a properly trained inspector is obviously ideal, but a VPA is is the closest thing uh, that you can get to having me inspect your property. And so we'll go over the reasons why we do them. Uh, if one is warranted for you as a listener, that way you kind of understand you know, what the purpose of them are and how easy it is actually to get one scheduled and get one taken care of. I'm sure most of you are wondering, well, so what does it entail? 
a VPA, as I said, is the next closest thing to a property inspection. I am a certified home inspector. I'm also a certified mold inspector. The difference between a mold inspection and a home inspection is mainly in a home inspection, we're checking all the electrical, things like that, making sure stuff is to code, whereas a mold inspection, we're trying to find mold. We're looking at defects that could lead to mold. But for the most part, they are very, very similar. Like I said, the, the electrical part is probably the biggest area that, that is different. We still, for a mold inspection, we look at the roof, the attic, the crawl space, furnace, AC, everything that we would typically do in a home inspection, we're looking at in a mold inspection. One of the biggest differences that we do uh, utilize in a mold inspection is an infrared camera. That is something that you cannot do, obviously, if you're doing a VPA. Uh, we have had people that were able to rent an infrared camera, or uh, sometimes some people might have ties, you know, through the fire department or whoever, to have access to an infrared camera. So that is a piece of equipment that we cannot use for a VPA. So speaking of the equipment, you know, you're probably saying, well, that sounds great, Steve, but I don't have all the equipment that you have uh, as a professional mold inspector or home inspector. And that is true. Uh, but most of you probably have flashlights, a good quality flashlight, a ladder. An outlet tester is something that's very inexpensive. You can literally buy one for less than $15 on uh, Amazon. You can buy one at your local hardware store. And then also something else that is very handy is a humidity gauge. Humidity meters is what we use. A gauge is something you just put on the wall and, and leave it there. I mean, you can use it to move it around. But a humidity meter is something that you can purchase that you would actually really use. Uh, as a homeowner, you don't have to be a professional to have one or justify the cost to have one. Those are some things that uh, if you don't have those little pieces of equipment or tools, you can purchase those. But for the most part, we can do what the purpose of the VPA is with a flashlight, outlet tester, and a ladder. Ideally, yes, there there, there is a list of other things that I, I put with my questionnaire once you book one. But for the most part, don't be concerned that you don't have a bunch of equipment. So going back to, you know, what does the VPA entail? We start with the exterior. We're looking at major things like grading and drainage. Speaking of that, I believe next week that will be my podcast topic. So anyhow, listen next week if you want to hear a lot more about grading and drainage. But we'll check the roof, grading and drainage, the windows, hard surfaces. When we talk about hard surfaces, we're talking about things like your brick, grout, driveways, foundation, anything stucco, anything like that. Those are things that we're going to inspect outside. Uh, the gutters, AC unit, the electrical components, making sure there's weatherproof covers on your outlets. Uh, so there's quite a list of things we do on the outside. We then head to the interior of your home. We start with the attic. If you're not comfortable getting up in the attic, uh, you can stand there with your, typically we can do the VPA over your phone. Uh, you can stand there with your camera and a flashlight. I can direct you what to be looking at. Even if I can't visibly see everything, I will give you an idea of what you should be looking for. If you're comfortable going into your attic, the, that's even better, but it has to be safe, obviously, for you to crawl around up there. Speaking of crawling around, we'll look at your crawl space. Once again, if you're scared of things down there, critters, spiders, mice, snakes, all the fun stuff, don't worry. You can uh, throw your ladder down there and just 
use your camera and your flashlight and look around just like you would up in the attic if you don't want to crawl around. I will explain to you what you should be looking for, but mainly we're going to be making sure that you have a vapor barrier down there, the soils aren't wet, there's no mold on the subfloor, the floor joists, all that stuff. We'll take care of all of that in the crawl space. Jumping back to the attic, that is something I kind of didn't really talk about. So what we're looking for up in the attic is water stains, making sure if you had missing shingles at one point that the subroof, the trusses, the insulation around that area that got wet isn't water damaged or make sure there's no mold growing there. Even if you fixed it years and years ago, that's something we do want to look at. This could be something of concern. But for the most part in the attic, we're checking for water stains, water damage to insulation, wood, uh, stuff like that. We want to make sure your dryer vents, your exhaust fan vents from your bathrooms, that they're vented properly to the exterior. So those are things we're going to look at. Uh, as far as once we're done in the crawl space, we're going to take a look at your mechanical room. So that sometimes could be your laundry room. Maybe it's in an unfinished basement. We're going to look at your water heater, the furnace, uh, all the plumbing, the electrical stuff. For the most part, we just want to make sure electrically, like sump pumps and things like that, are GFCI protected. Make sure that they actually, the outlets work themselves, which is why that outlet tester comes into play. Uh, once we're done with the mechanical stuff, I'm going to have you go from room to room for the bedrooms and then the living areas. So hallways, family rooms, living rooms. For the most part in those rooms, we're looking for settling cracks, either from a structural issue or cracks that can be from moisture. Once we're done with all the living areas and the bedrooms, we will jump into the bathrooms, kitchen, areas like that, laundry room. When we look at all those areas, we do ask that you have everything cleaned out from underneath the sinks. We do run the sinks, all the water stuff in the tubs, things like that we're going to look at. It's Like I said, it's pretty close to a full mold inspection or a full home inspection. It is going to be very thorough. Once we obviously are done with the VPA, I send you a follow-up report so it'll be an inspection report and it'll go over the property conditions, the defects that we found, the recommendations that I have. Once again, it's it's really close to having a full property inspection, except for you're behind the camera. So of course, I'm sure you're listening and you're like, okay, Steve, you've told us everything you're going to do. You know, why would I need a VPA? And that's a great question. A VPA is for those of you that and it can be for many reasons, but let's say for those of you that feel like you're sick, maybe your teenage daughter, son, occupant of the home is sick, you don't feel that there's any concerns, everyone else seems to be fairly healthy, you're not sure what to do, you don't quite trust your local inspection company because all they're going to come in and do is just run air tests, that would be a reason you could have a VPA. You could have a VPA because you're buying a new home. Uh, your realtor they should technically, and most states legally, stay out of the inspection process as far as setting it up and telling you who to use. You could be buying a new home. That would be another great reason. So you could actually use our VPA as more of a home inspection slash mold inspection. Uh, so you can kind of get a two for one there. And um, as far as the mold side of it, if you do need testing, you know, we can recommend, obviously, I always recommend having a professional come in, but there are do-it-yourself kits out there. We've talked about it in other podcast episodes. There are ways for you to do your own tape lifts, your own air testing. There's ERMI testing. There's other 
other testing out there that you can do, and you can absolutely do it yourself if we believe that that's necessary. Keep that in mind too. If if you're doing a VPA and you're like, well, you know, I'm going to end up having to hire a professional anyways. You know, there are do-it-yourself uh, testing methods that you can actually do, and you could save a lot of money. So back to why else would you need a VPA? Maybe you had, and I know this spring has been not as terrible as I thought it would be in Utah and Wyoming. Now we are having some flooding, but it's not as bad as I thought. And that doesn't mean it can't get worse. But anyhow, you could have had a recent flooding event. And you weren't sure if you got your, what I call the mop-up process, but got everything dried up quick enough. Mold only takes 48 hours for it to start reproducing and to become viable and do what it's going to do. Maybe you're not sure, you know, you, you had maybe a roof problem last fall or this spring and you just want to make sure that there's no concerns. That would be another reason that you could uh, use a VPA. For the most part, it will give you an idea as to your property conditions, whether your property is in great shape. It'll give you an idea whether we need to move forward with mold mitigation. It'll It'll give you an idea if we just say, hey, you know, everything looks really good. If you still believe you have concerns, let's do some testing and see. But for the most part, it's just going to let you know what the next steps are. So that's why you would need a VPA. Last thing, how would you book it? First and foremost, I'm going to put the link in the comment section of this podcast, but you can also go to our website, which is CNC, so Charlie Nancy Charlie, contractorservices.com. Yes, I didn't think about how long that was going to be when I when I named the company. www cnccontractorservices.com. There's a tab that says consulting or services. Click on that. Go in there. You'll see VPA, virtual property assessment. Once you click on that, it'll take you to a PayPal link. You pay for it. Within about three to four business days, you will receive a receipt from my staff, and you'll also receive a questionnaire. That questionnaire is not that hard to fill out. It's a Google document. It's pretty easy. You don't have to fill it out, print it, and then send it to me. I automatically get it once you have filled it out. But if you haven't heard from us within three to four days, business days, reach out to us. Sometimes things end up in junk. Just reach out to us at info at cnccontractorservices.com and say, hey, I, you know, I paid for the VPA. I haven't heard anything. Is everything still good to go? After you have filled out all the paperwork and you get a receipt, you also will receive a link and it's a Calendly link that has my availability. We make that very simple. You you don't have to wait for me to say, hey, I have May 31st open at 2 p.m. and 1 at 5 p.m. You'll actually get a link. Once you click on it, you will see all of my open slots. Kind of a a great thing with uh, the technology, I guess, that we have these days. So that's how you do it. Now, my call to action is very simple. If you are wondering, do I need a VPA? Just the question of wondering about that tells me you should get one. It is very, very important to know the property condition and therefore just book it. It's simple. It's not that expensive. And like I said, I will put a link in the comments. Once again, thank you for listening. This was episode 207. I hope all of you are doing well. You're enjoying spring because summer's going to be here quickly. Have a great day. 
Thank you for listening to this episode. Make sure you go to our website at cnccontractorservices.com and sign up for the Mold Investigation Checklist. Again, go to cnccontractorservices.com and get your free Mold Investigation Checklist today. You can also, on cnccontractorservices.com, find out more about Steve's courses and books and consultations. Once again, go to cnccontractorservices.com.